is the Fitness Boot Camp Inner Circle Podcast with Georgette Pan and Jesse Stoddard. Well, we're back. Georgette, how are you doing? Good. Good, good, good. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, today we're going to talk about marketing some more, and uh, we're going to talk about print marketing specifically and direct mail and um, anything, you know, actually, Georgette, I know you have an entire product that's one of the most popular ones on the internet about marketing for fitness boot camps, and so I, I figure maybe we can talk a little bit about your product, what's in that, and how that came about, and you know, why you, you made it and uh, what, what it's good for and who, who needs it. And then we can also talk about um, the reason why I want to talk about print marketing is because I know a lot of people need th- basic things like flyers and, uh, uh, you know, just kind of their overall look. And I know that your your product covers a little bit about that too. So what do you think about that? Sound good? It sounds good. We, and we could get on to other things too if we have time. And we usually do, right? <laughs> yeah, whether we so, call them or not, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why don't we why don't we start with this? Tell tell us a little bit about your fitness boot camp marketing product, and you know what how that came about. What's the background of that and the history, and and what's uh, what what's in it? Well, actually, it's pretty simple. So probably won't take a lot of time to <laughs> go through that. It's uh, simply every you know, marketing piece, meaning print pieces or online, actually, you could use it too, um, that you could use for marketing the boot camp. And there was um, at least maybe six different themes, let's say. And what I mean by theme, it could be a New Year's theme or it could be just a generic theme, you know, a war on fat theme or a flat. So... The themes are there, but they're, um, we started it because we wanted to, you know, actually customize it for, for everybody and for everybody's business. And, you know, now jump ahead to this year uh, or last year, we made it self-editing because it's it was a lot easier to do. So from a word doc, it's a lot easier for a trainer to do just do it on their own and uh so now anybody could go in and take you know instead of us doing it for you and you know costing a lot more and we knock down the price and now you can edit it yourself which means you you stick in your own boot camp pictures your own times your own website your own contact information blah 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 but the theme basic themes are there and um, which would include flyers, newspaper ads, brochures. Um, these actually just about everything, even up, uh, up to and including a, a corporate uh, letter that you would customize and send to uh, businesses in the area. That is another. That's another piece that doesn't come in themes, obviously, because it's a letter. But um, the brochures and the flyers, you know, the, the online ads or the newspaper ads in different sizes and um, and all of the themes are are also included. 
So, you know, it makes a nice little package that you could, you know, rip apart and do from square one or use to, you know, pick a theme and and even edit that if you wanted to. I mean, you don't have to use the theme exactly as is. And, you know, and it's easier than you, you can get them printed locally or, or print them off yourself. So that's Very nice. And, and yeah, and uh, what uh, what are you finding that um, uh, our trainers, you know, obviously, I mean, there's a lot of value in that thing. Um, was that, were those things that you used and that's how you you decided what would go in it? And uh, or how did you figure out what how to you know what would be in this product and and why? Well, yes, we we uh, we do have them ourselves and we did use them, but we also wanted to make something that would hit a wide variety of people that you know not necessarily hey just my business because that doesn't always work for somebody else. So I mean, when we think of themes, there's yes some generic themes like. You know, maybe you have a men's boot camp. Maybe you want to do a New Year's theme, like for for New Year's only, um, or if you want to do a, one of the other four or five themes. So the themes came came in to take a wider variety of businesses and locations, you know, and ideas even like you know. For, for an example, the New Year's has nothing to do with locations, except if, you know, you're in a country that doesn't celebrate New Year's. I don't know. But, you know, the point is you could take that and make it a different holiday, you know, if you wanted to. But, you know, that New Year's theme is pretty popular. But um, it also included a, a wide, could include a wide variety of countries and areas. So, you know, and types of boot camps. So we wanted to kind of give it, you know, not just a generic boot camp theme, but that and much more. So, you know, that was the reasoning behind having several different options of themes. Some people didn't like the hardcore look or the military kind of theme, and some people do, and some people want it more generic, more geared towards women, you know, and some want it more, you know, geared towards, uh, you know, a holiday or if you're going to do some kind of specialized type of of camp. And so that that was the idea behind it. But the other thing is getting a professional graphics guy to do the things and professional copywriter helping, aiding the for the newspaper, or for the this, for the that. So it was something that you know somebody had brought on board too to help with with the you know graphic design and copywriting type of. Thing. But like I said, we we moved that into yeah that that's all there, but um, the customizing is now done you know by the trainer themselves, which gives them more leeway. It, yes, it brings down the price, but. You know, the point is it gives you more leeway because it's all in Word doc. So, um, you know, if you had a local printer, you could just stick in your stuff and take it to, you know, a local shop and or do it yourself or Kinko's. But, you know, that's the the idea behind that is to just 
make it more accessible to more people and um, more makes more sense and less less on our, our side, less cost. Take the cost down. So I'm actually thinking about. Um, anyway, I didn't. I just thought about this actually. Um, maybe actually knocking the price down again and running a little special on that. So, you know, more people could get their hands on it and, and use yeah, it. I'm I sure know. all of our listeners, yeah, I'm sure all yeah. of the listeners would like that if they haven't gotten it already. <laughs> well, I know that um, Inner Circle, one of the Inner Circle members just recently had gotten her hands on it. Uh, Ruby, I believe. Well, she All right. Was, um, yeah, she was excited with it. It was like pretty awesome. She just got a local print, you know, local shop, and you know, did all the customizing and boom. So I'm, I, I'd like to hear her get some more, you know, feedback and and testimonials from people. So I may actually knock that price down. I have to edit that and maybe run a little sale on that. But we got so much in the pipeline here that <laughs> coming up that. You know, that will be one of the things on the list to do, and I'll do that sooner rather than later. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, let's talk a little bit more before we move forward into other things like that, because um, we are going to uh, – I'm really excited. We're we're planning a very large uh, and awesome and in-depth marketing course for fitness boot camp trainers and instructors and owners, and um, uh, that's uh, I'm not going to give that away too much yet. Uh, but just to just to uh, throw that out there, and um, I'm excited about that as well. But before we even do that, let's. I want to talk about a little bit. You know, our all of the all of the uh, new trainers coming in. You know, over the last couple years, with the prevalence of the internet, uh, do you see that the um, the print marketing? Ready-made flyers, postcards, media ads, brochures, sales letters. You think that stuff's not important anymore? And I'm kind of, you know, I know that I'm kind of being facetious here. I, I know it's important, but I, I want to hear what your thoughts are on that. You know, because a lot of the new people coming in, it's just all about online. They want their, you know, they just want to be online, you know, website, Facebook, uh, and they want to rely on online marketing 100% to run their business. Do you think it's still important to have the, you know, the the tangibles, the things people can hold in their hands, and what's your thought on that? Well, um, yes. <laughs> How's that for a simple thought? Um, yeah. It's actually, um, well, it's like saying, do you still think you should market offline? I mean, like, it's, then it sounds like a dumb question, right? They say, well, you should only market online. <laughs> well, no, you really should do both, right? I mean, you have to. It's not something you could... Even some of the things that are really marketed online are really for offline purposes. So if you're doing a, a, a Groupon or a daily deal, some of that's online, right? But then the rest, you know, needing to create the ad or using that for different purposes, maybe you want to put it in a coupon magazine or a local magazine, it still can be used. Both online and offline is the point. And, um, you know, just marketing in general, of course you want to market offline. That's, you know, where you, you're a small business, you know what I mean, located in XYZ town. Of course you want to market online and off, offline. 
you know, and that's like that's like we talked about in a previous podcast. You know, internal marketing, external marketing. We don't just pick one. We 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 put all the poles in the water. You know, we, you know what I mean. We try it in. We have to do all of it. You know, so that my Absolutely. long answer, my short answer is yes. We need to do yeah. offline marketing. Yeah, and what I found, you know, that really worked for me, uh, building boot camp still does today. Uh, a lot of things haven't changed. A lot of fundamental and uh, fundamentals and principles within marketing don't really change. There's techniques that change all the time. There might be specific things that'll that you know will, will be altered, but the fundamentals don't. I mean, you still have to find a, a select a, a target market, and you and you still have to have a good strong headline and offer. You know, and, and compel people to actually identify themselves and take action and contact you. And that's always a that that can be a process. I mean, sometimes that's uh, making a really good flyer, which then drives somebody to your website. Uh, right. to, you know, get a free report and opt into your, your email newsletter or right. your your uh, your list. And that sometimes is a combination of online and offline marketing. And I always found that that was the best. Even if I was trying to, to use my website to, to even, even when I had it so that my website, was, I was trying to use that to generate my business from the entire right. process, you know, where they would even sign up online and I tried to get the scheduling online and everything was online. It, it still, and it, and it always, it, it always um, kind of confuses me and perplexes me how a lot of trainers don't, especially the younger ones that are so used to just being on their phone all day long, how they don't see how that actually works. And it does. I mean, heck, even, um, uh, 800 number that I had set up with a free recorded message on it still was one of the number one ways that we drew uh, got people to to sign up on our list. Um, lead boxes, another one, other than flyers, brochures. Uh, right. There's also lead boxes, and a lot of times uh, trainers and businesses don't. I've had a lot of them that said, "Ah, I don't want to do that because it seems like a hassle." Or, you know, oh, that's overdone. Nobody does that anymore. But I still would get a, a regular stream of leads every every month. That would be people that would fill out a little, you know, when I say lead box, it's one of those little either plastic or cardboard um, right. you, you know, boxes with, a, with you know, your graphics on it and a enter to win a free membership kind of deal on it. And there's a little slip of paper with a a, a pen that is attached to it with a little, you know, little coil and uh, you've probably seen them in grocery stores and, and, and restaurants. And I would hit up all the local businesses. And it, it wouldn't just be putting the box in the store that really made it effective. It was the fact that I had to talk to the owners or managers and get to know them. So it was kind of part of the networking process, too. You'd go in and you'd network. You'd get to know them. And I would offer to maybe promote their business to my boot camp clients. And in exchange for that, I would they would give me permission to leave my box, uh, you know, near their front desk or in their lobby, and people would see it and they'd fill out the form. And every so often, maybe every couple weeks, I'd I'd go by. Uh, weekly is best. I'd go by and I'd check the box to see if there are leads in it. And then I'd call those leads and offer them a free week or free whatever. And whether and then some of them I would choose to win like a full month or something like that. And some of them would just get a free week. But I'd call them all, and you know, 
that was another source of business. And sometimes people would see the lead box and then they'd go find my website. Even if they didn't fill out the lead, it was still like a, you know, it would be like a, a poster that was just staying there in the business all the time, but it would get more attention than a flyer would or a brochure because a lead box is big, beautiful, or ugly, depending on how you look at it. Big, big thing that got attention. People would give, what is that? And they would go and investigate us online. And, you know, otherwise I wouldn't have gotten the online traffic. So not everybody's going to find you from pay-per-click or Google or Facebook. They're going to find you from your offline marketing materials as they float around and as they circulate with your networking partners. So that would be another one in, in addition to flyers. I, I don't know what else. Can you think of other things that worked for you in the past that were print marketing related or um, direct mail uh, or anything? Well, it's like we already talked about the plastic cards, but that's a different story. That's a little off shoot. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the ads. The, the ads meaning uh, well, postcards, too, are also included in that marketing kit, which we didn't talk about. And um, postcards don't have to only be used as something you mail. <laughs> and here's what I mean by that. Um, yes, you can mail them to the, you know, your local area uh, households. But in addition to that, we've used postcard-type um, marketing ads that were really <laughs> on the order, if you follow me, on the order of a giant <laughs> plastic gift card, meaning it had the same uh, principles behind it. So, in other words, it, it was giving them a deal. If you bring the postcard in, um, it was uh, maybe giving them a deal on a specific program that you made, uh, um, two weeks of free boot camp example. But that was the idea on the postcard. But it wasn't mailed. It was given to – they were taken and – given to certain businesses, given to certain people that we net networked with. Um, so that, that's what I mean. Like they, they were postcards, but we really didn't use them um, to mail. The, the idea was, you know, that was for a certain specific, you know, business we were working with, whether it was a charity, um, whether it was something we just networked with you know, a school or something, and we just said, here, you know, you could take 50 of these or whatever, you know what I mean, certain amount, 150. And that's, how, you know, we use the postcards in a different in a different way. So that kind of idea, you know, but just because it's a postcard doesn't mean it has to be mailed. You could use it in... And other innovative, <laughs> I guess they're innovative, but you know, thinking outside of the box kind of ways. You know, and I'm, you follow me there? Yeah, it, you remind me. I, I know I read a report of yours. I think I still have it here. Um, you, you had you had written. Uh, it might have been a part of your marketing kit. I don't remember where I got this, but it was fitness boot camp marketing strategies. And the subtitle was how to write and play simple ads that pack your fitness boot camps. You remember that one? Might have been a while ago. Might have been a long time ago. <laughs> it might be but, in with the victory. It might be one of the one of the marketing yeah. manuals. 
Or it could yeah, be it, a marketing manual that is in with the with the marketing kit, because there's right. there's two there's two places that there's different different things. And there, yeah, and there there was really good sections in there. Like there was one, uh, and it was in the first ten pages or so. I think I I think I still have this here. Yeah, um, how how to create ads that get results. Um, and uh, it was about knowing your prospective trainee, understand how your boot camp benefits the trainee. And then, and then right after that was creating reader-oriented sales copy. Get the prospects to imagine the benefits. Uh, get the prospects to feel something. And uh, you're, it was talking about the call to action and important parts of an advertisement. And, you know, I think yeah, that's not, really missing, too. That, that's an educational component I'm that not, most trainers don't get. No, I wasn't sure if that book was in with the – Sure, Victory Bootcamp Business in a Box, or if that's Might the been, uh, yeah. the little manual that's in with the marketing. But either way, it, uh, yeah, it's valuable information, which, you know, you're right. You need to have certain piece parts to it on on flyers and postcards and whatever, brochures. You know, you need to have, or ads, you need to have certain pieces that, which is why the the done for you kit is there. We go with the done for you word, um, because that's all taken into consideration, and it's already there. All you have to do is fill in, you know, what what do you want to put for your call to action? You know, what do you want to promote? So it makes it easier because the pieces are there too. So somebody might forget. Well, believe it or not, people do forget to put the call to action. Or it's such a weak call to action that nobody notices it. Right. Right. Yeah. So it has something that, you know, obviously, you know, you're not going to put in small print, you know, call. Call for what? You know what I mean? Like, why would we call? (laughs) So the call to action, (laughs) don't just like, or, you know, or for more information, go to www, you know, no, because nobody wants more information. Somebody, they want something in particular. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, your call to action has to be, you know, just that. Are we getting two weeks free? Are we getting a free this? Are we getting, ten, you know, 10% off that? Are we getting a coupon? Whatever the call to action is has to be something that stands out and, and it means, you know, it's, it's valuable that you're going to actually get people to take action and not just, you know, toss it in the garbage, you know, or I mean, just go, eh, okay, I'll get, to the, I'll go to that website, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. So, you know, it has to be more than just like, here's my phone number and here's my website. So that's not a call to action. <laughs> right. Let's, uh, can you give us an example? I mean, you know, just since we do this free podcast and we give away free information all the time, that's extremely valuable and people probably should be sending you a check uh, in the mail after listening to this podcast <laughs> because of yeah. all the so. stuff that all the knowledge that has been given away for free here but um maybe just just as an example let's talk about a flyer you know uh, uh let's just let's kind of break down some good things and about a good flyer what what should be on a good flyer and what do you see that's bad you, you talked about the call to action okay that's one of them oh, um, big, yeah 
that's a huge one. What about an, a headline? I mean, okay, so what, what parts do we have? We've got a headline, we've got some sort of compelling copy, uh, and then we've got a call to action. I mean, at least those basic things, right? Um, and I know, for instance, I've seen flyers that are just terrible. You know, it's all about um, – I think the worst flyers are actually sometimes the ones that people have spent a lot of time and money on, um, and sadly, because what I see is I see this big flyer about – it's all about them. It's all about, you know, uh, you know Jesse Stoddard, super trainer with 27,000 certifications, and, you know, I'm, I do personal training. Call me for personal training. If you want a personal trainer, call me. I'm the best. Here's my phone number, and um, you know if you ever think you might want a personal trainer, or uh, if you ever think you might want to try out a boot camp, um, you know call me. And that's pretty much all I see. It's just all about them. It's all about their brand with the big giant logo, and the logo is really huge. And it's kind of like they're trying to brand themselves like a a major multi-million dollar corporation, even though they're just a tiny business. And uh, that's expensive, and and I don't know if it's effective. So what what do you think is more effective than that, or what 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 would be a better maybe a better flyer? You can maybe use an example from your kit or something. I don't know. Or or what 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 can we help help our listeners to if they had to make up their own flyer? What would they want to put on it? Um, well, not probably. You definitely want a good headline, right? You want something that's going to be catchy and not just uh, you know not just like the the fitness boot camp <laughs> or the Nutra Fitness Boot Camp. <laughs> That's not a headline. It's a title, right? So right. I mean like a a headline that's gonna be, you know, have something in it that's of you know, that you're trying to grab people's attention, whether you're offering a, uh, you know, uh a, a two week fat blasting, you know, camp or, you know, whether you're targeting something that has to do with a result from or a New Year's resolution group or whatever it is. It has to be something in there. And if you could think of one that you've used off the top of your head, you know, feel free to interject that. But I'm just saying it can't be just the title of your business or, you know, or part of what you offer because your offer is one thing, but the headline is a totally, you know, different thing. You've got to grab attention. So it's it's got to be something that's going to actually do that. And if you have an example off the top of your head, I'm drawing a blank for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, well, and things, you know, the, the headline is a tough one because it changes. And, you know, uh, over time, or if people get used to one, uh, then, you know, sometimes you do have to test it. You have to try different ones over time. Um, and that's important to do because that can be a, you know, that can be a process for people to test different headlines. Um, but I mean, I remember ones that were really funny, simple, that work great. You know, like, um, I have my 24 day fat blaster boot camp, you know, or the 14 day fat, fat, you know, fat furnace boot camp or the, you know, 21 day rapid fat loss boot camp you know uh sometimes they were things like that that were just interesting numbers you know um but sometimes better headlines were um uh things like uh are ready to shed the the uh post summer weight you know or or uh, uh too many barbecues you know did you eat at too many barbecues this summer that was like right after summer 
And that that would have been the headline. Just it was like a question. Questions can be powerful headlines. Um, uh, The other other ones that I've tried that I thought were really good. You know, like when the holidays are coming, uh, we'd have the drop the turkey challenge. You know, and it shows some some you know very you know big giant round turkey that kind of made you think that man I ate that whole thing you know I got a big round belly after that you know <laughs> or it would be drop the pumpkin you know uh we've done some things like that where it was just like oh what what is this about um I've also had ones where it was uh years ago I haven't used this in a long time but uh you know hey what drop uh 10 pounds in in 20 days you know things like that or 2 pounds uh, 10 pounds in 2 weeks guaranteed right. And that, that's a little, that you know, you, that's a little gutsy, you know, to uh, to say something like that. And you got to be, you know, you got to make sure there's truth in advertising. There can't be lying. There's a lot of lying out there, so you have to make sure that you have your, you can back up your promise. But making the making getting something that really grabs somebody's attention is huge. And it isn't always free. Sometimes, sometimes my he- uh, headline was like two weeks free. You know, that was the headline, and the people are like, well, two weeks of what for free? You know, what is this? What's free? And that your word "free" is quite powerful. So sometimes uh, something really simple like that will get somebody's attention. I don't like to always just do things that are about discounts or free, because sometimes um, you know you're kind of cheapening what you do. But you can't be afraid to try it. A lot of trainers, I think, go too far the other way, and they're afraid to discount anything, and they're afraid to have any kind of. Uh, free because and they don't do low barrier to entry offers because they think it makes them less professional or something but i got to tell you if you are wanting to get people's attention you've got to do some crazy things to get them get get their attention i mean you got to actually uh have something that that differentiates your flyer poster or, or your internet ad i mean people are busy and people are inundated with other marketing messages so you've got to have something in a headline that grabs attention and, you know, your goal in a headline, by the way, is not to sell them or to explain everything. Your goal is simply to get them to read on, to continue right. reading, you know? Right. Yeah. right. And, uh, and, you know, from there, you don't talk about, you know, and also, wait, before there, before I get to what I was going to say, there's also the sub-headline that could really, you know, help <laughs> and further, like if you're using something so catchy just to grab attention, like, you know, drop the pumpkin, whatever you had to say. You could use the sub line to, you know, to fill in, you know, the rest of the attention-grabbing stuff, you know. Like if you were promoting a certain program or something or you wanted them to sign up for a certain, you know, challenge or whatever you were got going on, use the sub line. And then you would go into... Um, I'm trying to think of the word. Not benefits, because where am I at? You know where I'm going? Benefits. We don't yeah, well, risk. the we don't want to yeah, risk, you know, a bunch of a bunch of things like, you know, that just just a, a generic list. Do you know where I'm going? Benefits versus features is where I'm going. Yeah, features and benefits. You want you want to have a benefit rich. Uh, uh, you know, article or or um, when you're writing about what's what's in it for the client, not not what not just what you do. Uh, here's an easy here's an easy way to describe it. Um, the, what does the client care about? 
they care about themselves. They're listening to their own radio station, What's In It For Me, W-I-I-F-M. That's what they care about. They're listening, they're thinking about them. So when you say, you know, drop 10 pounds in two weeks, you know, whoa, what's this about? Uh, uh, Two-week boot camp with, you know, fitness expert, Georgia Pan, you know, guarantees results or whatever as your sub-headline. And let's say you have something in there in that article that explains the details like, you know, how to, what's it about. They want a little bit of detail in there. You don't want to just say, you know, I've got 14 certifications and this, this, and this, and, you know, I'm this and I'm that and I'm great. And, um, and oh, uh, if you have a facility, my facility is the best. It's X numbers. This is what you see in the gym world all the time. You know, we've got the biggest gym ever. We're like 40,000 square feet of elliptical trainers, and we've got the high-end treadmill, and we've got this, and we've got that gizmo gadget, and we've got, you know, 16 different uh, hot tubs and pools and saunas and da-da-da-da-da. And then we're only $9 a month. And, and that's the way the gyms, the gyms market, which is – and it's not effective either, by the way. That, that, that doesn't work for them either, but they still try it. It's just trying to impress you with all their accolades, you know. And that's their features. Those are the features of what they offer. But those have nothing to do with the benefit to the client. I don't care about all your certifications. What I care about is getting results. You know, the pain that I'm I'm living through. I'm living through pain right now. So, you know, like I have the pain of of uh, being overweight and having my kids poke my belly one day and tell me, Daddy, you're gaining too much weight. You know, that's that would be an example. And, and that's something I want to get rid of. Right. So I want to know how does it help me do that? And how can I how can I get my result as fast and as easily as possible? How do I know it's going to work? And how, and I want to make sure that, you know, I'm going to get what I really want and hopefully at a fair price. And that that's what I want to know. And so your your features versus benefits, Georgette hit it on you hit it on the the nail on the head there because that's the difference. It's not about your certifications and how cool you are and you know how great your program or how great your facility is and how many pieces of of elliptical trainers you have. That doesn't yeah. matter. What matters is is does your program work? Can you prove it? Uh, do you have testimonials? That'd be another yeah. another thing to put on on print work would be testimonials, examples of you actually fulfilling your promise and and backing up what you can do with results and then right. and all the benefits. So the benefits would be faster weight loss, faster fat loss, body fat percentage and inches reduction. You know the benefits would be uh, feeling better, looking better, performing better, uh, inc- increasing um, health, inc- uh, lowering you know, your health care costs over the long haul, you know, benefits could be, uh, there's a lot of benefits. It could be your flexibility if you're like a mobile trainer or if you have a lot of different boot camp times, you could have a lot of availability. That could be a benefit. But more important than that is how are you going to help that client, that stay-at-home mom that can't get rid of that last stubborn 15 pounds, how are you going to help her do that? And what do you specialize in? So you might even specialize in helping women, you know, who are busy uh, professionals who can't lose that last little bit or they're, they're moms and they can't lose that last little bit of baby weight and you specialize in helping those, you know, women to do that in your area and you've got a, you know, you've got the track record. And if you're brand new and you don't have the track record, well, then you can't put that in there, but you need to add that as soon as you get a single client. All it takes is one client getting results for you to add that in into your flyer or, a, or in your marketing. Hey, and here's an example my example, Jane Doe, who 
basically lost, you know, 15 pounds and here's, here's how good she looks and here's what she has to say about it and how great, you know, this program worked for her. And, um, you know, the, this could be you. And that is, that is the benefits, not the, uh, oh, I'm the greatest trainer of all time. Call me and I offer personal training. You know, that's, I do, and I see it all the time. I offer personal training, you know, nutrition cons- consulting, uh, online personal training, boot camp, this, that, the other thing. And, you know, you have to have those somewhere. Maybe you have that on your website. Maybe you have that in your flyer, brochure. You know, you can have that those features. It's okay to have them. But I see tr- too many trainers leading with them. You know, like look at me and look at all that I offer. And it's here's here's what I I, I liken it to a guy who doesn't really have any any single target market. He's just it's like a guy with an overcoat that's selling watches on the street. And you imagine like in New York City, like I don't know if anybody does this anymore, but there there was that funny. It's almost a stereotype. Hey, want to buy a watch? And he opens up his coat and he's got it lined with all these fake Rolexes, you know, knockoff Rolexes from China or something like that. And uh, you know, or like it's like the walking pawn shop. And it's this you know seedy kind of schmarmy salesperson who really doesn't have any target market at all. They're just whatever they can sell, they'll sell it. What do you want? I got anything. You know, I sell you cars. I, I you know, I'll sell you food. You know, best price in town, no matter what. And um, that's kind of the opposite of, of what's effective in terms of the direct response kind of marketing we're talking about. Direct response where you actually identify that target market and you get somebody to identify themselves and to they want what you have and they take action and they come knocking on your door. They call you. They, they, they come looking and seeking you out instead of, you know, you trying to chase them. I'm kind of a hunter. <laughs> so right, and it's it's important to know the niche that you're targeting because I think that's sometimes what gets you into not being able to put the right benefits versus features thing you know, thing in in perspective because if you're trying to target everyone, then you got this big long list of you know, benefits <laughs> that it starts to be like it's too much, in other words. Like if you're going to put on, you know, uh, everything, <laughs> you know, just throw the kitchen sink onto the flyer because you're targeting, you're trying to target athletes, bodybuilders, men, women, postmenopausal, you know, postmenopausal, postpregnancy, children. I mean, you can't have everything. So, I I I think that's an important thing to mention because, you know, you have to think of the purpose of the flyer too. I mean, what are you actually trying? Who are you actually trying to get into what program? So you're not just throwing out a billboard of you know everything, every every feature or every benefit rather that uh, that you that you can offer because again, then we're losing the you know the purpose. We're, we're kind of targeting one program. So if you're trying to get somebody into a fat loss program, then obviously I wouldn't be listing, you know, uh, build muscle to the point, not, to, you know, emphasizing it to the point like that we're targeting bodybuilders now because that's not what this camp is for, or you know what I mean? You get exactly. 
want a big long list of everything that you offer on there, or every, or even every benefit that you can, uh, uh, you know, that you know you can achieve because it's not the point of the flyer. So we have to, you know, kind of, you know, get to the point in a short, succinct <laughs> manner rather than, you know, like throwing everything but the kitchen sink on to a, a flyer just because, you know, you so happen to have worked with bodybuilders and gotten them results. Well, that's not what you're advertising here, and that's not what you're offering. So that doesn't belong there, in other words. And just because you work with, you know, um, high school athletes, well, this flyer isn't for your high school athletic program. It's for, you know, it's going to be for this fitness camp or challenge. You know, so that's the thing, too, where I see some mistakes being made. And it's even hard when you're new to try to not do those things because you think, oh, I'm just going to list my benefits, all the benefits that I could give you. Well, some of them don't need to be on there, right? You know what I mean? Right. So that's, that's just a, you know, a side note. Um and that, and that's great because this, what you're talking about, what we're talking about here applies to everything that you do, whether that be the print marketing like the brochures and ads and flyers and newspaper and uh, oh, corporate letters, but it all, and it also applies to your online marketing. So that that's just a fundamental that covers everything. Let's talk a minute about um, and direct mail or postcards or anything that you mail. I think that that one is a very powerful way to market. Um, uh, or anything where you go to somebody's house. Uh, that could include door hangers. Although um, I'd like to talk about postcards and things that go to people's homes for a minute. Um, and I'd love yeah. to hear your experience with that too because I don't think a lot – I think most trainers don't do that. They're really uh, intimidated by the cost and the time, and you know they don't actually ever think of even doing it. And I think it's very powerful still, even though every – you know. Uh, nobody sends stuff in the mail. That everybody does everything online. But that just to me, that just means there's there's less competition. There's fewer fewer things going in the mail. Means that when something comes, you can make it look good and get attention. <laughs> so, what's your thought on on mailing, direct mail or postcards or anything it. like that? I would like to do more of it. Uh, we've dabbled in it. Some of our and it's always been something that you know. We said, we're going to do that, we're going to do that, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But I still would like to do more of it because I do see a, um, uh, I'm not going to say, oh, my God, you're going to be flooded with people like uh, like a group, huh? Or, you know, I, but there is an advantage. There is a, not advantage, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, there is a benefit to it, like you were saying. Uh, we have mailed, and we've mailed to businesses, more or less, you know, trying to go that route. Um, but here's the thing with some of that. That's a little different because what happens there is you do have to follow up. You know, that's not the same as just, you know, mailing a postcard. You know who you're directing this mailing to as far as a business is concerned. Um, I would say, A, that's something you should probably do and deliver maybe in person rather than mm. mail as opposed to, or if you're going to mail, you, you need to follow up, and I still like the in-person thing. But, you know, postcards, different story. If you're mailing to, you know, 
500 people in your, you know, immediate radius of your business or whatever you're going to do. That's what I think you're talking about. Um, That's something I think that's definitely worth testing. (laughs) Let me put it that way. Because I don't want anybody to go, you told me to mail 500 postcards and I didn't get one client. No, I'm telling you it's worth testing, <laughs> you know, and it works. Mm-hmm. In some areas, it probably would work, you know, much better than than others. It depends on, you know, maybe geographical, maybe income level of the people you're mailing to and what you're offering. So, I mean, it depends, too, on what's on that postcard and right. the timing of it. Is it for New Year's? You know, are you, or is it prior to New Year's? I mean, sometimes it's the timing of of something that's going to say whether it makes it or breaks it. I remember a long time ago, people were, were trying this out, doing doing a New Year's thing in July. <laughs> you know, and why? Because they were trying to, you know, A, do something catchy, but mostly because they were trying... Everybody's over, you know, they're they're over hit with stuff around, you know, from Thanksgiving to Christmas. So they were trying this, like, you know, um, idea of having, you know, your start your new the New Year's resolution type thing, but it was, you know, done in July. The advertising, you know, let's get the hmm. let's let's do it now. We're going to have our, our uh, you know, our whatever X, Y, Z challenge, our New Year's challenge, you know, starting in July. Remember that was going on a couple, this is years ago, actually. But that might be something. You know, you got to think, too, about what you're offering, who you're offering, you know, it to, and make sure the postcard is addressing that. Again, nobody wants a generic postcard with, you know, with stuff on it that, you know, feature, 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 feature. What NutriFitness has, the Vortex Pro Trainer, you know, we're a private studio. We run boot camps. Nobody gives a damn. We, you know what I mean? They want, mm. a, right? So, yeah, we have the Vortex Pro Trainer, but nobody knows what the hell that is, <laughs> for one. Yeah. No, but number two... Yeah. You know, if you're running the, you know, the 24, I don't know, 21-day fat blast camp, and it's starting, you know, November 1, and bring this, you know, in, you get two weeks free, but or you get a week free and then four-week program, whatever it is, you know, something to, you know, bring this postcard in and blah, 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 something that is going to be a, a strong call to action. Because otherwise, I had a yeah, I had a couple examples. This is actually I just found these. Um, I'm looking at them right now. Uh, Pulled them out because they're a combination of things I actually got from you and some of my own designs. So this is perfect, Georgette. I remember one of your marketing examples was the headline, and I I stole the headline and used it for a couple years. So I think it was called "Go Go to War on Fat," and because it was kind of that. Yeah, go to War on Fat. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. You're jogging my memory. But, yes, I do, because that's actually part of the marketing kit. That one is one of the themes. 
and some Yes, yeah, so I I took that theme and I kind of modified it like you can modify it to my own and over the years actually over a couple of years I kept changing subtly and having different versions of it I did postcards, flyers, all kinds of stuff and I started out with it was it was a cartoon character that that was like uh, represented like some drill sergeant and that was me right, right. you know I was called they called me Mr. Payne you know and the newspaper uh, said that about me, and, and the name stuck. It's kind of goofy, but I didn't like it at first, and then I just decided to love it, you know. And um, and the postcard, the original one said there's two of them. There was one for most of the year, and the other one was for New Year's. And the the regular one was go to war on fat, and it was trans. And the sub headline was transform your body with military speed and efficiency with uh, Snohomish County boot camps. Because I was uh, I was in the county, I had boot camps all over our county at that time. And then there was a, a description and the description on the card said a group based exercise program designed to burn fat, tone muscle and whip you into shape as fast as possible. A variety right. of calisthenics, resistance training, cardiovascular exercises melts fat off your body and strengthens muscles. Just like the military, we use group dynamics to motivate you to achieve your fat loss and fitness goals. And that was what it said on the postcard. And there were some uh, bullet points on it that said lose weight, build strength, increase flexibility, improve heart health, increase cardiovascular capacity. I think this was on some of your stuff. Decrease risk for heart disease, heart attack, diabetes, cancer, improve overall health and fitness. And then in small print, it said the schedule, which was, see, that wasn't even important to me at the time. And then it said as low as five dollars and thirty-eight cents per day. Now I that's that was when I was really cheap. I'm not that cheap anymore, but still, even now I'll say you know like twelve dollars a, a session. But the reason why I had that price on there is because in my price sheet, you had a bunch of options, and if they committed to a full year, uh, they would get the lowest price. And then if they were to go five days a week, I just divided their monthly cost by you know if they got an average of. Uh, 25 workouts in that week because they went five days a week, uh, you know, the math divided down to 538 a day. So instead of putting the total price, which could have been like $129 or $197, $147 a month, which scares people away, I put the per day cost, which is ridiculously cheap. And and then at the and then big giant at the bottom right, and you know, I might have to give you this to post on the blog or something as an example, but it said, bring in this postcard and get seven days for only $1. Right. And, and that's, that's how I, that's what got people to call to action. There's a phone number, a website, and an email address at the very, very bottom, really small, uh, not really small, but you know, just not, 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 not too big, but that bring in this postcard and get seven days for only $1. That just totally exploded my business back when I first did that. Right. And that, so. that actually was from the sure victory because sure victory, uh, the bootcamp business in a box product that had some, not all, but some examples of marketing material. They weren't edited. Ed- they weren't able to be edited, but I see what you do with it. And obviously you used it. So <laughs> and yeah. you used it. Yeah. That's, so the examples, uh, you know, they are there, and they were part of the marketing kit. Now, the marketing kit obviously is editable, but, um, yeah, I like what you did with it because, I got know. another. Can I give you another one? Can I give you another yeah. one? Uh, uh, so here's, here's another one that I think people could use in New Year's, and I, I might have gotten this one from you too. 
or, or and maybe modified it. But the headline on this one was was one word, uh, finally, exclamation point. That's all it was. It was a big, giant word, finally, at the top of the poster. Huge. And uh, and then below that it says, keep your New Year's resolutions. So it was finally, keep your New Year's resolutions, and then lose weight and get fit with, you know, our boot camps. And then, uh, and then, and then there was a, the uh, the days and times and the, the how the cost and that was it. It was really it was really simple. That one worked well too, uh, right around the January and February time. Um, oh, and then uh, later on, like a year or two later, I took these same flyers and I updated them. The thing I didn't like in my particular one, and I should have kept with what you had because I I modified it, but it didn't really work as well is I kind of had this cartoony character of me, which people thought was funny, and they kind of oh. liked that, you know, everybody commented on it, and they liked my name, and I thought that was kind of good marketing, and it sort of was, but emphasizing it on my outgoing stuff I don't think was as effective because it gave it too much of a military feel. It was like the people expected a drill sergeant, they expected the biggest loser TV drama thing, and they expected me to be yelling at them, and then when they met me, I'm just not like that at all. You know, I, I just I just not like that. So I didn't really match up. And I don't think that really helped. Um, yeah. I think what, what I did, so what I did was I took the same go to war on fat as the headline, but instead of a big goofy cartoon character of some military drill instructor, mean looking guy pointing at you and telling you to do push ups. Instead, I put this uh, uh, this uh, figure of uh, for a while. I had client before and afters; those were really good. And then I also had a gal that was posing, doing kind of like a muscular kind of look, but she was still feminine, and but she looked like she was really fit. And I had her on 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 the flyer, and that was kind of that that was got me a better response because I you know I don't care what people say and. You know, I don't want to be sexist or anything, but, you know, a fit-looking woman is just going to get everybody's attention. <laughs> it just is. And then when I wrote Go to War on Fat, I think it was a good balance because it, it had the, the words made it kind of look military-like, but then the image, you know, had didn't just all look too like too much testosterone. So I think that actually balanced it out. And then underneath that, it wrote, Helping You Reach Your Goals is Our Number One Priority. And so, see, we kind of, we kind of, we kind of evolved. So I, I kind of cut a lot of the words off of it. I eliminated words. It was really just showed, you know, where we're at. You know, the cities were listed in there um, after that that we were in, and how we were all over the place. That was like a selling feature that we had. But it was really go to war on fat. Get seven days for only one dollar. Helping, helping you reach your goals is our number one priority. And then down below that, not as big, just kind of descriptive, was get dramatic, and that was all capitalized, dramatic. Get dramatic fitness and weight loss results pr from a fun adult PE, in quotes, because that's what people in my group called it, so we thought that was, that was kind of a good way to get people the image. Uh, from a fun adult PE indoor and outdoor Snohomish County boot camp near you, because at the time we had indoor and outdoor locations, and then it was the the 800 number and the website, and then this one had a tear off tabs at the bottom, so you would, uh -huh. you could you could put it up in a grocery store and they could tear off the tab and the tab had the phone number and the website on it, or it also had one of those QR codes that you could scan right. your phone on, so they could just right. zap it 
or they could take the tear off and I would check them every week and they would have, you know, half of the tear offs were gone like every single week. So, and we were getting leads like crazy on our website and, and people calling into the 800 number because it was a free 24 hour free recorded message for more information, which people love to do because they don't necessarily want to talk to you yet, but they would get in and listen to the recording. And then the recording was some, you know, free information on how they can get in shape and how our program worked and how we were looking forward to letting them try it seven days for a dollar and all they got to do to get it. And, you know, it was really simple uh, flyer, go to war on fat, um, helping you reach your goal is our number one priority is the subheadline. And then it said, get dramatic fitness and weight loss results from a fun adult PE indoor and outdoor Snohomish County boot camp near you. And that was it. And, and just seven days for a dollar was the, was the, you know, the kind of the hook. And that got people to, to, and you know what? It still works today. If I put this flyer out, the same one will work today. Sometimes these things don't even change. <laughs> right, exactly. And if something works, why change it, right? I mean, if it's working and, it, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of attitude. Yeah. But I that sometimes people think that they have to change because just because they've been using it for years. And But if it's been working for years, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One last thing I want to say, uh, and then I'll let you have the last word. You only have a few minutes left, but last thing I'll say is I think a lot of, of, of trainers, business owner, fitness business owners are afraid to do direct mail, postcards, or uh, door hangers or things like that because they look at the price tag. First of all, you, a lot of times they don't even bother looking it up, I've found. Uh, they never really emphasize marketing enough to even try. So that's problem number one. Problem number two is if for the few that actually do look up the cost, they don't really shop around. Uh, but even 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 still, when they see that it might cost them a few hundred bucks, or in some larger cases with the direct mail, maybe a, thousand, a few thousand dollars, immediately they shut down and they decide they're not going to do it. And I think that it is a big mistake, big, big, big mistake, that they make by having just fear because they haven't done the math. And I think that's the other part is if you, if it costs you uh, $200 to do some flyer and, or, or uh, let's say it costs you 300 bucks to get it just, you know, like a couple thousand door hangers. And then you've got to go out and, and put them out there or hire a kid to help you put them on door, you know, doorknobs or whatever. And, you know, you, you maybe spend a four or $500 all in to get that out there. A lot of right. trainers right off the bat are going to give up, say, nope, I ain't going to do it. Because they don't really have a business owner mindset and they can't see calculated risks for investment and they've never done the math. If you do the math, you know, for every 250 door hangers I put out and now I at least got one client. Well, what the one client was worth to me was potentially, you know, if if they're paying, uh, you know, 147 a, a month or something, they could be worth 1,764 dollars a year to me. Now, mm -hmm. for that door hanger brigade to happen, it might, like I said, it might have cost me 500 dollars to get all those door hangers out, and I got maybe I only got two clients out of it. Well, that's 3,500 dollars. So I spent 500 and I made 3,500. And so a lot of trainers, I don't think they actually think it through. They don't do the math, and so they 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 can't see it. So right. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but that's that's what I've seen happen in my experience. Oh, I've seen same. I agree because if you don't, you, you need to take the a lot of things into consideration. Sometimes people don't obviously take immediate action. So if, you know, you might get somebody from your postcard 
next year. <laughs> I don't think that hasn't happened. But, you know, same thing about people going to websites. They don't go to a website and take immediate action. They look at it and mm. then go back to it six months later. The other thing is, even if you did get only one client, then you have potential for referrals as well. So mm. it's not like, and it's a high potential because we all know that that's how, you know, we get most clients, right, through word of mouth or whatever. Um, so, you know, maybe you got one client out of that, and then maybe next year the person's still there, or six months from now the person is still working out, and now they brought a friend. So you don't even think about that because, you know, hey, that was six months ago. I don't, I don't remember. You know what I mean? But the point is, yeah. is not only was it worth it, if nothing else happened, because you already made your money back plus, but you also really are possibly getting even more via referral. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, I noticed that. And, you know, like you said, there's there's things you need to test. You could dip your toe in first, but, you know, you don't have to go doing a super huge mailing to, you know, uh 20-mile radius, you could do a five-mile radius and just do a small test section, you know. Exactly. You can test and see how it works. Test it. And that's why, the you know, the marketing kit. So we'll say, uh, what is the website? I don't even know my own website. Bootcamp Marketing. Uh, fitness, fitness, I know it, fitnessbootcampmarketing.com, fitnessbootcampmarketing.com. Well, I'm glad you know it. it. I'm somebody who <laughs> know it. I just fitness marketing bootcampmarketing dot com, and that's fitness where bootcamp marketing. Yeah, fitness bootcamp marketing. Yeah. But um, you know what, though, Georgette, what's great is that nobody even has to remember all these websites because you've linked to them all from the blog, which is the fitnessbootcampclub dot com. So if you if you remember, you I think everybody needs to get on that subscribe. Leave comments for us on these on these posts that are about the the especially the podcast. Uh, and we're going to be making some future announcements too about our about our new uh, marketing um, course that yeah, we're going to do, which is unheard of. And I don't want to pitch that too hard yet until we're ready. But I'm just going to leave you know kind of a little teaser. Be ready for some amazing stuff coming down for uh, in early 2015. So if you're listening to this sometime in the future, it's probably already available, and you need to check it out if you're listening to the recording later. Um, and also just get on the fitnessbootcampclub.com and, and pay attention to what's going on there. Uh, if you haven't been on there recently, Georgette's done a ton of awesome posts about body weight challenge finishers and the art of program design, and our podcasts are all listed there. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, but if you are, please leave a review and uh, leave comments so people can even find us. Nobody, uh, A lot of people don't know this exists yet, and they really need that. We can help a lot of people. Um, so get on that blog. Any last words, Georgette? No, I, I think that's it. I'm looking forward to, you know, teasing more about what's coming in 2015 because I think we're going to turn the uh, fitness boot camp industry on its head, and I don't want to give it away because – many people try to copy it. <laughs> being, being honest. <laughs> yeah, I know. Honest podcast. <laughs> They're going to have a hard time, though, uh, with all of the good the content right. and all of I just think they're going to have a hard time. Uh, there's going to be a lot of – there's a lot of knockoffs out there, but I don't know if there's going to be some, 
some things that are quite as good as this. So I'm excited, excited for I the think future it's too. I time we uh, the boot camp industry did get a little shakeup. It needs it, and uh, we got some really cool stuff coming. And you know, and with that information, you can't even envision what it is. No, let alone copy it, right? So yeah, um, it's more to say, stay tuned because uh, we're not just uh, hyping it up. It's it really is going to be, you know, groundbreaking. Awesome. So I'm All right. You guys have a great week, and um, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Thank you.